Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Um, if you don't mind, can you just turn around to two or three persons nearby and say, thank you for coming. Just shake your hands. It would be nice if you can get up from your seat and just say, thank you for coming. You've brought a miracle for me. You've brought something different for me today. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. In the midst of two or three shall I be. Where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. Matthew 18.20 tells you that. Say, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, can I get a wave of hands for anyone who is happy to be here? Okay. If anybody is not waving their hands, can let us pray for that person's hand. Let's pray for that person's hand. Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm personally very glad to be here. And I just thank uh, the pastorates. I thank the, uh, the church council and Brother Francis for giving me this opportunity to share what God has laid. And I think it's actually a miracle for me to stand here today. One of these days I'll give my personal testimony in church when I'm able to. But today... If you don't have any reason to thank God, can you just say thank you for Deji? That's me standing here. Just say thank you for Deji. He is indeed a miracle. Or better still, you can say thank you for my life. I am a miracle. Thank you for my life, Lord. If you can wave your hand and say thank you, Lord God Almighty, for my life. I am a miracle. I am a miracle. Thank you for giving back to me through our Lord Jesus Christ. I am indeed a miracle. I am indeed a miracle in Jesus' name. Now we're going to do one thing. You stretch out your hand towards me and say everything that you will say today will be from God. He will not speak of himself. He will speak only of God. I will speak only of God. Just stretch your hands out to me and say, Deji, everything that's coming from this altar today, spoken by the speakers on this, on this stage, on this altar, will be of God. Will be of God. Will be of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, you put your hands on your chest and say, everything I will receive today will be of you. I will receive of you today, of your word and of your power. I will receive of your goodness into my heart, into my life. I will receive of your power. I will receive of the excellence of your spirit. I will receive of you today in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I would like to ask, since you all cannot answer, I will answer the questions myself. But I would like to ask, why do we pray? Why do we come to church and pray? If he says, I will be with you, I will never forsake you, why do we still pray? If he says, it is finished on the cross, why do we still pray? Why do we pray? Think about it. Okay, I will answer, since you cannot all answer. Now, it's very simple. In the Bible, there's several injunctions to pray. Men ought to pray and not to... Thank you very much. There is power of life and death in the tongue. 
and you will reap the fruit thereof. So it is important that we pray. But have you noticed something in the Bible also? That every time the people of God come together to pray, there is always a mighty breakthrough. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, when people come together to pray, there is always a breakthrough. Do you agree? Now, turn around to the next person. You have a miracle today. Receive your miracle. Receive your breakthrough. In Jesus' name. Now, we need to set our minds aright. The reason why we've come to pray today is to bring life to ourselves, to our family, and everyone we know. And we're going to share in that time. With everyone we share the time with here, we are making a difference for the kingdom of God. So, the first thing we're going to do, if you don't mind, you are going to have to get up now. You've sat down enough. So we're going to see how many people need prayers for their legs. If you can't get up. Okay? Now, thank you very much. The first prayer point. We're going to pray for unity. How many people know that unity is a characteristic of God? We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If they are in this court, you and I will not be here today. Because it says, let us make man in our image. He had to have a gathering of the Trinity for you and I to be here today. That is why you are special. That is why you and I are special. There had to be unity in Trinity. Therefore, you are going to, you are going to stick, stick up your hands. Preferably your right hands or both hands as you will. I say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your presence in my life. Thank you for bringing me here today. Thank you for the breakthroughs you've granted me. Thank you for the power in your, in your name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for changing me. Thank you for creating me and making me a new creature in Christ. Are we praying? Are you thankful to this? Are you thankful? Pray! And thank God! In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated, please. Now, it's important for us to appreciate two things. When you pray with fervent passion, you encourage the person next to you. Now, my passion, the way I show passion, might be different from the way another person shows passion. Some people are very loud, some people are very gentle, but you see that the person is passionate because it flows from their spirits. I have um, three children, as some of you might know, and when they were all very young, they had a very loud voice. And what I found out was that 
when my babies cry, I could not sleep. And the neighbors could not sleep. So, I went to a neighbor's house one day and their baby was crying. And I was wondering, there seems to be a baby here, but I was not sure. Because the voice was so low, but I knew there was a baby there. So, whether your voice is loud, whether your voice is gentle and quiet, God hears you. Whether you pray with your hands moving in the air or roundabout, God hears you. It is not about emotions, but about what you believe in. Are you trusting God? Are you believing God? What are you expecting today to happen? So, we are going to pray with those things in mind. First, we are going to pray about unity. He says in the Bible, if you go to, if you can just open to um, John 17. If you are there, can you say an amen? amen. Okay. Now it says um, in John 17, verse 14, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou givest me, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy words, and, thy words, and the world hath hated them. Because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now, um, just a minute. Verse 29. Neither pray I for this alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That they may be one as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Now, this sounds like a very benign verse. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. And that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Let us open to Acts 1 also. Let us just read very briefly Acts 1. Verse 14, this all co continued with one accord in prayer and supplication and with women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with the brethren. Okay. Let's open to Acts 4. Acts 4, verse 26, sorry, 24. And when they heard, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made the heaven and earth and the sea and all that, and all that in them is. Now, it is very important you understand the thread that runs through these verses. These verses are the key verses that indicate the, how important unity is 
for us as children of the Most High God. At each point in time in these verses, you see that these verses, in these verses, the, the ones in Acts were when the church was born. The church people were in one accord. And they prayed for power and they had the power to change circumstances. And they indeed changed the circumstances and you and I are here today because of that. Jesus said in, in uh, John 17 that there will be one that there will be one very interesting that your glory, that the world may know that you sent me. Meaning that when we are one, we are like Jesus and we begin to shine forth in the power of Jesus. How do we then act as one? How do we stand in one accord? We'll go very briefly. Let me just quickly take us through that so that we will pray. We have a lot of prayers to say today in very short time. The first thing is we need to be one in love. We need to be one in love. For God is love. If you do not love the gifts of God, the power of God cannot flow through you. If we do not love as a body, the power of God cannot flow in the manner to change circumstances for people around us if we do not love one another. If you, if you have read uh, 1 Corinthians 12 to 14, you see there is a, there is a chapter called the chapter of love. That's 1 Corinthians 13. It is right in the middle of the chapters describing the powers and the gifts of God. If you do not love, then power is of no use. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. If you do not love, you cannot walk in one accord with God. Let us go to the next thing we need to look at. Faith. Faith. Thank God for this church. We see a lot of times there's a lot of preaching about faith. How you need to walk in faith. Why you need to walk in faith. It is very easy to take it for granted. Without faith, you cannot please God. So, you must have the faith that Jesus had in his Father that allowed him to go to the cross. And what can I use to describe faith? That is a simple word for me. It is trust. Do I trust God in every circumstance that he will take me through it? Do I trust God that when I have done wrong and I've gone wrong and I go on my knees and ask for forgiveness, do I believe that God can take care of me and turn around my situation? Even when I am the one I've done wrong. We need to have faith. If we do not have faith, if we do not trust God that he would take care of us as a father takes care of his children, we are not in one accord. We talk about hope. Hebrews 11 one says, Our God is a God of hope. 
Hope is a very interesting one. It's not something we preach much about. But we describe it in different ways. The Christian hope is not the way the English word hope is used for nowadays. Hope, hope is the vision that drives your faith. Your expectation that drives your faith. If you do not have a vision of a good God, you would not be able to walk with God. You would think God is out and ready to beat you every time. You would think God is a God that is unwilling to assist you. If you do not have hope, that is a picture of what God has ordained for you. It is difficult for us to receive of Him. Sometimes we call hope expectation. How many people came to church with expectation today? Let me see your hands. Okay. Now, ask yourself, expectation for what? We need to have a single expectation that will unite us and keep us focused. And that expectation is that God is here. God will move mightily in my case. God has already come before and ahead of me. We need to have the expectation that everything that I've thought about, God already has an answer here. Do I have an amen? amen. Do I have an amen? amen? Now, let us just open to First Corinthians 13. Get there before me. Can I have a loud amen? Okay. You are not yet there. That means there is no loud amen. There is nobody yet there. I can't hear a loud amen. Okay. Is it time to get up because people want to sleep? Can I have a loud amen? Okay. If you go to verse 12, it says, For now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abided faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. And now abided faith, hope, and charity. It tells you that after everything is done, everything is finished, three things we're going to have. Faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Everything you are chasing here is going to end up in those three. If you are not united in those three things, it's, it's difficult for God to move. It's difficult for us to see revival. So we are going to stand up now and we are going to pray concerning these three things. Can we, be, can, we be, can we stand please? And if somebody next to you cannot stand, you can just call the pastor. We are going to pray together with the person to get, to, to get the strength to stand. We are now going to pray. Now, I... I I want us all to just believe something here. It took Jesus 30 years, thereabouts, of training, coaching. And in two and a half years, he changed the whole world. Paul, as soon as he received the gospel, went away for three years in the desert. 
and he wrote most of the New Testament. Now, we have, have spoken, we've shared for almost how many minutes? We're going to just pray for a little while. And I believe this little prayer, as we will say, is going to change everyone's circumstance here today. Whoever needs a healing in their body will receive that healing now. Whoever needs a healing in their home will receive that healing in their home. Everyone who needs a healing in their finances will receive that healing in their finances. Everyone who needs a change in their circumstance will receive a change in their circumstance. Everyone who needs a salvation for their loved ones will receive salvation for their loved ones. Everyone, everyone who is looking to God for something will receive something today in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, let us, let, let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I receive of your love. Teach me to love. Show me how to love. Show me to love as one. Show me to love in your presence. Show me to love in your, with your power. Show me to love as your child. Show me to walk in your presence. Show me to walk in your power. In that power of love. In that power of new beginnings. In that power of grace. In that power of your love. Are we praying? Are we praying? In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now if I say, let us now pray for a million dollars, I'm sure I'll hear people pray more aggressively. But now I say, let's pray for love. You need to pray for love. You see, God functions through love. He functions through compassion. So you need to pray for love. When you have the revelation of love, you can obey God's commandments. The apostles did not die because of religious requirements. They died out of love. They gave their life out of love. Christ gave his life out of love. When you get a revelation of love, your life will change. Now we need to pray, Lord, give me a revelation of love to function in my life. That things in my life will change. Give me a revelation of that love that made you go to that cross. That made you go to the cross. That made you change me. That will change me. That brings changes in my life. Pray, 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 pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We will take one more prayer point. Faith. Faith. You cannot please God without faith. That means you don't trust Him. If you remember every time Jesus Christ rebuked the apostles, it was because they did not have faith in Him. Every time. In fact, there was one time, He said, you perverse generation. How long should I be with you? You perverse and faithless generation. Every time you don't trust God, it's not just a matter of you not receiving, it's you are displeasing God. But what is faith? Faith is given by God to us. So we're not going to pray and ask, God, that's faith 
that makes me to trust you, that made me a born again Christian, that changed my life. Let it manifest every moment in a mighty way. That faith that took Christ to the cross, let it manifest in my life. Let it manifest to change my circumstance. Let it manifest to change my situation. To change the people around me. To change the situation around me. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you can see the link between faith and hope. Maybe some of you have heard me talk about this before. If you don't have hope, you can't have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is like an air conditioner. And a thermostat. You have in an air conditioner, you have a compressor and you have a thermostat. The thermostat regulates when the compressor comes on. If there's no compressor, no matter how much you turn that thermostat, that AC will not work. That is how hope is. Hope is your compressor. It is the engine that allows you to move into faith. So you need to pray and ask God. Father, open the eyes of my understanding. Open the eyes of my understanding. That I may walk in hope. That I may walk in hope. I may walk in revelation. I may walk in knowledge. I may walk in the power that, that comes from hope. That comes from vision. That comes from the revelation of your presence. That comes from the power of your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now we're going to take the last prayer point. You're going to stretch forth your hand up and say, Father, I receive of you today. Breakthroughs for every prayer point. For every prayer point concerning myself, concerning my children, concerning my siblings, concerning my family, concerning my neighbors. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, before I get home today, I want to hear, I want to receive in my spirit the breakthroughs that you know I need. Those breakthroughs for my life. Those breakthroughs for my children. Those breakthroughs for my family. Those breakthroughs for my neighbors. Those breakthroughs that I need. Those breakthroughs that are required for me to display. For me to shine forth your glory. That glory in my life. I want to shine forth today. Lord God Almighty, let your glory shine forth in my life. Let your power shine forth in my life. Let your goodness shine forth in my life. Breakthroughs in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence, this fullness of joy.
This is Jesus praying for you and for me. He was praying a special prayer for the church. And that is what we are going to pray this evening. We are going to pray and ask God for a special need that we need in this church today. We are going to pray that every heart, every believer will bow down before this God we serve. In truth, in true worship, and in total surrender to God. We're going to pray that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out from the mouth of God. You're going to hold the person next to you, and you're going to pray and say, Lord, bless us this evening. Lord, that when we worship you, Lord, when we surrender, Lord, we will surrender our all to you. Let us continue to be in an attitude of prayer as we worship God, as we pray. Ask God to strengthen us this evening. Every believer's heart. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Father, we are praying, Lord God, that every heart, Lord God, every heart of a believer, Lord, everyone that believing in you, Father God, will bow down in true worship to you, O God. For we know, Lord God, that, Lord, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out from the mouth of God. Father, we pray that you will bless us this evening, that you will strengthen us this evening, our, that, Lord, our worship will be to you and to you alone. Our surrender will be to you and to you alone. Father, we pray that every believer... Lord, will increase in their faith, O God. They will increase, Lord God, in their faith, in their worship to you, Father God. Let us pray, my beloved, 
for boldness in every part of us. The boldness to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in our offices. Let us pray that we will have boldness to, to declare Jesus as Lord and Savior in our schools, in our universities, amongst our friends, amongst our relatives. Let us declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. God has given us an opportunity to surrender. Let us give this opportunity to our brothers. Let us give this opportunity by sharing the gospel, by sharing Jesus to others. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will give us the strength, Lord, the strength and the boldness we need. Lord, we are praying, Lord God, we know that when the, when the apostles were in, in the upper chamber, when the apostles were in the upper chamber, or when they were in one accord, oh, the Holy Spirit came down. Lord God, and you filled them with boldness. Lord, they went out preaching the gospel. They went out teaching. And Father, we pray in these last days, O oh God, in these last days, O oh God, you will pour out your Spirit. You will pour out your Spirit, O oh God. We pray for boldness. Let us pray that God will open up heaven. God will open heaven and pour out His Spirit upon all those who have been baptized in the water. That God will pour out His Spirit upon them. The power of the Holy Spirit will flow. The gifts of the Spirit will operate. The, Spirit, the, the gifts of the Spirit of, of tongues. The gifts of the Spirit of prophecy. The gifts of healing. The gifts of faith. The Word. Come on, believers. Come on, church. Let's pray. Let us pray that God will bless us with the word of wisdom, with the word of knowledge, with the interpretation of tongues. Let us pray that God will bless, God will pour out. Lord, open up heaven, O God. Open up heaven, O God. Open up heaven, O God. Pour out your spirit, Lord. Let your fire fall. Let your voice be heard. Come and change our hearts, Lord, as we stand on your word, O God. We pray, Father God, open heaven. Open heaven. Open heaven. Open heaven. Pour out your spirit. Engage spirit in the spirit of God. Engage in the spirit of God. Engage in the spirit of God. Come on, church, let's pray. Come on, church, let's pray. Let the fire of God, let the fire of God, let the fire of the Holy Ghost, let the fire of the Holy Ghost kindle your life this evening, kindle your life this evening, that you will begin to worship Him, that you will begin to pray, that God will glorify His name in your life and through your ministry. God has a plan, God has a ministry for you, and you pray, God will do it. You pray, God will hear. You pray, God will answer. Hallelujah. Lord, let your power fall. Let your power fall. Lord, we pray, Father, there will be working of miracles. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, let the fruits of the Spirit, Lord, let the fruits of the Spirit, Lord, operate amongst your people, operate amongst your church. Let us pray, my beloved. Let us pray that the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Oh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, hallelujah. Let it, let it, let it flow. Let it flow through the body of Christ. Let it flow in these last days. God is looking for a people who will pray. God is looking for a people who will fall down on their knees. God is looking for a people who will lift up their voices and say, Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Lord, in your 
your presence. Lord, touch me. Lord, use me. Take me as I am and use me, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, let us pray, my beloved. Let us pray for all the servants of God that they will rise above their call. They will rise above their call to worship and serve God. That God will use them mightily. That God will use them mightily in the days to come, in these last days. That God will raise up an army. That God will raise up an army of servants of God. An army that will stand. An army that will rise above the call of God to do the work of God. Come on, I believe you are praying, church. Come on, church, engage in the spirit. Engage in the spirit. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Oh, if two shall agree and touch anything on the earth, the word of God says, it shall be granted unto you. Ask and it shall be given unto me. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Let us ask God to bless this evening. Every servant of God. Father, we pray that you will bless them. Let us pray for the servants of God. Let us pray for their families. That God will cover them under the precious blood. That God will cover the children under the precious blood of Jesus. Oh, that the servants of God, that their children will not falter. Their children will not fall away, but the God whom we serve, the God who is mighty to deliver, who is mighty to save, will save our children, will save our household, that our generation will not be lost, that our generation will not be lost, hallelujah oh, but we will triumph in Christ Jesus, let us pray my beloved 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13 says, watch ye stand fast in faith Quit you be like men. Quit you be like men. Quit you be like men. Oh, let the love of God, let all things be done with love. Let all things be done with love. Let men be watchful. Let their men be watchful. Let their women be watchful. Yes, we have come here this night to pray. Let us pray for that God will make us watchful. Be watchful. Be watchful. Hallelujah. Oh, let us be steadfast. Let us pray for steadfastness that the Lord will give us that the Lord will strengthen us, that we be steadfast, that we will be steadfast, that the church of God will be steadfast, that the church of God will be steadfast, that the church of God will mature in the Lord. There will be boldness according to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. There will be brotherly love according to Corinthians chapter 13. Oh, there will be helpfulness according to 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 16. According to 2 Corinthians 1 verse 11. Let there be helpfulness. Let there be hospitality, submissiveness. Let the word of God, let the ministers of God be bring glory to God. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. Let everyone work spiritually, laboriously, working for the kingdom of God, for the for God's kingdom to expand. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 9. Let us pray, my beloved. Pray for timely service, that God will use us mightily in His service. Let us pray for liberty. Liberation, liberation. Let us pray with sympathy. Let us pray with love. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 7 says, Pray for a good and great door. An effectual door is open unto us. 
my beloved only when we pray that there are many adversaries there are many adversaries against the church there are many adversaries against the church let us pray against every adversary against the church of god slumber sleep everyone that that comes casual attitude towards god let us pray against every every form of oppression let us pray that god will god will strengthen us let us ask god to remove every stubbornness from our lives every carnal mindedness every unbelief every foolish thought every foolish imagination anything that exalts itself higher than the knowledge of god pray my beloved that god will pull down every stronghold rakasira baba let the fire of god let the fire of god let the fire of god let the power of the spirit oh we pray let us pray my beloved against every oppressor every oppressor second timothy 1:3 was that 3 was it says let us pray against every oppressor men that ought to resist the truth men that resist the truth men that corrupt the gospel men that are of corrupt mind live that are reprobates let us let us pray against every power of the enemy the enemy is working through the church to dilute the church to dilute the church to dilute the church let us pray my beloved stand fast in faith Quit ye be like men. Serve the Lord with all your heart. Come into His presence with thanksgiving. Pray like never before. For He is the Lord God Almighty. Let us pray, my beloved. Let us pray. Because when you pray, there is answer in prayer. When you pray, there is power in prayer. Because Jesus is praying. Jesus is praying for you. You pray for your brethren. Hallelujah. Rokarabasinamaradhanama. Pray, my beloved. Pray for every believer and man of God to receive and develop full knowledge of the doctrine, full knowledge of the doctrine, the manner of life, the purpose, the faith, the long suffering, the charity, and patience for all to live godly lives in Christ Jesus. Many are corruption. Many are corrupt. Many are corrupt. Minds are corrupt. There are many people come with a mind to to criticize, come in the mind to judge. Let us ask God today, Lord, break those men, Lord, break those people, O oh Father God. We pray that everyone who comes, they will come to receive the gospel. They will come to hear your word, O oh God. Let your word break through. Let your word break through. Let your word break through. Oh, pray, my beloved. Pray, my beloved. There is answer in prayer. There is unity in prayer. Oh, let us pray that God will keep us. Keep us in these last days in persecution. Persecution will come. Persecution will come. Persecution will come. Oh, he that overcomes shall be given the tree of life. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let us pray, my beloved. Pray that God will give us the strength to overcome every persecution. Continue in the scripture. Continue in what you have learned. Oh, reproof. correct and instruct in righteousness that is what god has called us to do in second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 second timothy chapter 3 verse 17 says and the man of god may be perfect thoroughly finished unto all good works my beloved god wants to thoroughly finish you thoroughly finish you unto every good work that your glory that that your that your crown may be may be received with great joy with great peace with great long suffering hallelujah oh we thank you father god we thank you lord god almighty we thank you for hearing our praise oh god you are a miracle working god you are a miracle working god we thank you father god for hearing us lord we thank you once again for this time that you have given us we could come into your presence lord we give you all the glory
In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Choir, please. Choir.
Adeji asked one question here. Thank you, Kwera. God bless you. He asked one question that when I was going through something in the office, someone asked me the same question, and I will put it the way that person has asked me. He simply said, Why pray? Sit down, brethren. He simply asked me, Why pray? Then, my mind went straight to 1 Thessalonians 5.17. It says, Pray without ceasing. That is how King James Version put it. New English translation says, Constantly pray. New Living Translation says, never stop praying. So, um, this fellow that, she's a lady that asked me this question, happened to, went to missionary school. But she's still an Hindu. So, we were just talking, when Brother Deji asked that same question here, it occurred to me that, yes, God wants to bring something out. Because based on that question that I was asking in the office, that's what I'm going to talk about this night. Why are we praying? If Jesus Christ prayed, did he really need anything? Maybe he has some needs. That is why he's praying? No. But many of us here, if we ask that question, why are you praying? You are praying because of your need. You are praying because of your want. You are praying because of one problem or the other. But Jesus Christ never had problem. But he prayed. And the apostles were saying that we should pray without ceasing. We should constantly pray. And never stop praying. Then I go back to that question. Why pray? If the Bible has so much emphasized this way that we should pray, I believe we need to learn how to pray. Let me tell you one secret. When you pray in your mother tongue, you have divers of adjectives to praise God. Than when you praise in English. If I begin to pray in my mother tongue here, You'll be thinking and speaking in, uh, in tongues. When you hear the kind of adjective that I will be using. If I say, Praise God. Because our brother understands what I've just said. I've just said, God Almighty that can change whatever devil has destiny for you. If, if the uh, devil has destiny for you to die, God will change it. That's what I've just said. Brethren, when you are asked to pray in the church, it's not necessary you pray in English. Confuse your enemy. Pray in your mother tongue. When you pray in your mother tongue, nobody will ask you, brother, what are you talking about? Praise the Lord. Many people pray today. They never receive answer. Yes. Not everybody that pray that receive answer. Imagine two teams, they want, to, they want to play football or cricket. The two of them circle together and begin to pray. So, God is not God of partiality. 
One team was, must win. Everybody prays to God. So, we need to learn how to pray and our prayer will be answered. And tonight, we are going to see how we pray and the prayer will be answered. First, we have to know the purpose of prayer. Why do we really pray? That is why when Brother Deji asked that question, I said, yes, God really wants to bring something out in us this night. Praise God. Don't sleep because I'm going to ask questions. If you sleep, and not, it's not going to be a general question, I will point directly to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, number one purpose for praying is fellowship and relationship. We pray because we want to fellowship with God. We pray because we want to have relationship with God. Now you can see why Jesus Christ was praying. Because he wants to have more fellowship with his father. He wants to have more fellowship with, more, more relationship with his father. So that is why Jesus Christ prayed. We are here tonight to pray, not just because of our needs only. Because we want to be associated with the Almighty God. We want to have fellowship with Him. So brethren, one of the reasons why we pray is fellowship and relationship with God. In fact, this is the primary reason why we pray. That is the primary reason. So you need to have this in your mind. Number two, the way to receive from God. That is the only way you can receive something from God. If you don't pray, let somebody open to the book of James. James 2 to 3. James 4, 2 to 3. It says, you want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want, you want only what will give you pleasure. You want only what you give you pleasure. So prayer is the way to receive from God. What James is trying to say here is that we struggle, we fight, just to make sure that we get what we want. Our brother was saying that, okay, if you talk gently, God still hear you. If you show your emotion, God still hear you. But sometimes you need to be aggressive because enemy is waiting to grab that thing that God wants to give you. They are waiting. So that when you are aggressive, when you pray, when you open your mouth, I'm telling you, brethren, enemy will be afraid of coming closer to you. So James was telling us here that we are praying just for our pleasure. 
And James further said that if you don't ask, you will not get it. If you don't ask, you will not get it. But he identified two reasons that prayer are not answered. Number one is ask wrongly. Let's look at the book of Psalm 22, 1 and 2. Psalm 22, 1 and 2. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why you are so far away, I groan for help. Verse 2. Every day I call to you, my God. You do not answer. You do not answer. Every night you hear my voice, but I find no relief. This was David talking to God here. Why do you think he's saying this? He might have asked amiss. He might have asked wrongly. That is why God is not listening to him. So when you don't pray the right prayer, your answer will not come. It's like you have gone to see a doctor, you are having a headache, but you are complaining of toes. So it's purely opposite. Whatever medication is given, we not sort it out. God will not let you have... It is, okay, let me put it this way. If an arm robber wants to go and rob, then he kneel down and begin to pray. God will never answer that kind of prayer. God will never answer that type of prayer. God will never answer it at all. So any selfish prayer at times, prayer that you are offering that can affect others, God may not answer that prayer. That is one thing that James identified in those two verses that we are, those verses that we have read. Then again, he said, consume it upon your lust for your pleasure. God does not answer selfish prayer, like I said. God will not make you rich so that you can show your family, your friends, your relatives that you have arrived. God will not answer that kind of prayer. God will only answer your prayer when you discover that you are going to help others. When God realizes that, yes, when I do this for this brethren, he's going to use it judiciously. He's going to use it to help others. So don't be selfish in your prayer. Always remember others. If I ask a simple question, how many people have you prayed for today? Maybe only a few. Just answer it in your mind. At times many of us, we pray, we don't even remember to pray for our children. That is our children. We don't remember. Not to talk of remembering the pastors, even every ministry. We need to have this in mind. And I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. So when you, when, when you are asking for lust, for, for, for something that pleasures you, God may not answer you. God may not answer that kind of prayer. God knows what you need. I want you to have it. John 16, 24. 
What did he say? John 16, 24. Ask, ye shall receive, and your joy may be full. So, the two points that James identifies is A, ask, when you ask wrongly, that prayer might not come on time. B is when you are asking for lost. That answer may not come. John sixteen twenty four again. It is when you ask that you will receive. Even your own children. John sixteen twenty four. Your own children, if they don't ask you, you you may not know what they want. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. That is what John was telling us that when you ask in his name, and whose name, we are going to talk about it, whose name I used to ask. And uh, when you are praying, it's not necessarily you have to pray prayer that will affect others. Like a small girl that did something bad. She was rebuked. So, she was giving her food. Go and take your food. Then she went to one corner. The father and mother was at the other corner. You know the prayer she offered? She said, God, I thank you. He, he, He drew the attention of the father and mother before she started praying. She now said, God, I thank you for providing food for me in the presence of my enemy. Is that not a selfish prayer? I'm not saying you should pray this kind of prayer. Who is the enemy? Praise God. As you are sitting down, you are going to pray. Oh Lord, let the source, let every source of lust and selfishness in my life dry off. Every source of selfishness in my life, in your life, tonight, right now, it's more dry. I'll continue to tell God, you know where you are selfish in your prayer life. You know exactly that point. Those points where you are selfish. You know it, tell God that right now, this night, they must dry off in the mighty name of Jesus. Every source of lostness in your life, I decree with the name of Almighty God, that they will dry up tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will give us the spirit that we enable us to remember to pray for others, that we will not remain selfish, Lord, that you will give it unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, I've spoken about two points why we pray. The first one is fellowship and relationship. You pray to fellowship and have relationship with God. Number two, is the, that is the way to receive from God. Under this number two, I've identified what James is saying, that if you ask wrongly, you may not get it. If you ask in a selfish way, it may not come. So number three point why we pray is that the way God's kingdom is established in the earth is prayer. 
a very simple thing. If I, if I ask the question about that now, many people might not know where I'm going. But we pray every day. Our Father who art in heaven, I love be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is the only way. When you pray, that is the only way you can establish the God's kingdom on earth. And that is what we are doing. We are not just coming to church to dance. We are praying so that the God's kingdom in heaven can be established on this earth. You can imagine, we, we, we are studying the book of Revelation before we went on vacation. We, we have seen the kind of joy that is in heaven. Now, bring it down to this earth. That joy that is in heaven. Where the 24 elders are falling down and are praising God. So, if we have that kind of things here on earth, then we will realize that, yes, the kingdom of God has been established on earth. We are praying to establish that. Matthew 6, 10. The kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can see from the happenings around the world now. If all the churches, all Christians continue to pray, do you think God will not answer our prayer? He will answer. We see what is happening everywhere. There are crises. There are war. But we need to pray. We need to establish the kingdom of God on earth. And the only way to do that is through prayer. So, number three point of why we are praying pray is that we need to establish the kingdom of God on earth. Just as it's in heaven. So, what I'm telling you right now is that every time when you pray, try to emphasize on that. When you seek the peace of Jerusalem, what will happen? You will enjoy the peace of Jerusalem. This is our own Jerusalem we are here. If there is peace in Oman, which we have, then we continue to enjoy that peace. About four years ago in Syria, more than four years ago, they have peace. But where is the peace today? In some part of the world, every country of the world, the peace has been taken away. So if God's kingdom is established on earth, that peace will return. That is why we pray. These are the reasons why we pray. So in your daily prayer, you need to emphasize on this. Praise God. This is why we pray. There is a song in Nigeria that just came to my mind. And it says, I pray and I pray. God answer me. It is well with my soul. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus answer me. I pray. Let's stand up and sing this. Let's stand up, brethren. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus answer me. It is well with my It is well with my soul. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. Oh, I pray. I pray.
Lord, I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. It is well with my soul. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. Thessalonians, First Thessalonians five seventeen. The question is that it says, "Pray without ceasing." Does it really mean that twenty-four hours we must pray? No. When you are driving, you can offer a small prayer. Even when you are eating, you can offer prayer. When you are doing some, some other, not that you will now need down 24 hours you pray, no. That is not what he's saying. But at any time that it comes to your mind that you need to pray, you must pray that prayer. So pray without ceasing. Persist in prayer. Do not give up in prayer. Do not give out in prayer. Even don't give in in prayer. Persist. Continue to pray. Now, when you pray, what do you think happens when you pray? Sometimes there is delay in, in answer to your prayer. There is delay. Delay is not a denial. I want you to have that in your mind. If your, answer, if your prayer has not been answered, it doesn't mean that God is denying you. And I'm going to explain that to you. Some delay is because of demon. Many of us we might thinking that okay, demon doesn't exist. Let's look at the book of Daniel. Daniel ten. Brother, please can you come and read it for us? Daniel ten from twelve to thirteen. Please listen. The book of Daniel 10. It's on the screen already. But I want brother to read it loud for us. Daniel 10, 12 to 13. 
Then said unto him, unto, then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy word had were heard, and I am come at thy word. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. Praise the Lord. I believe we we comprehend with what we have just heard. Daniel was praying. His prayer was answered the first day. I think our brother might have read King James Version. I'm trying to see the other version put it in. Then he said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request had been heard in heaven. I have come to answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the, of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the, with the spirit prince and of the kingdom of Persia. Praise God. Uh, I'm still trying to... There's somewhere in one of the versions that use demon. That demon prevent the angel to present the answer to, to Daniel. Anyway, what I'm trying to prove to you is that sometimes when you pray, that's why I was telling you that when you are praying, they are waiting. They are waiting to deny you answer to your prayer. For 21 days, Daniel was praying. And for the first day, God has answered. But the prince of Persia blocked it. What I'm trying to prove here is that the delay might be there, but the answer will still come. Praise the Lord. Whatever you are experiencing, the answer will still come. Just persist. Keep praying. When you keep praying, your answer will come in Jesus' name. At this point, I want us to offer another one prayer. Because whatever stops your prayer from being answered, is it a friend or an enemy? Enemy. Therefore, you are going to tramp on every enemy that is denying you the answers to your prayer. As you are sitting down, begin to tell God, Lord, I trample all over the enemy that is preventing my prayer to be answered. So it's not for you to trap upon them that every demonic thing that are sitting on the answer to your prayer, this night, this moment, you must use the prayer to unseat that demonic power. Every principality of darkness that is sitting on your, on your prayer, that is sitting on answer to your prayer, they must move tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Some delays 
are divine. If you are planning to buy a vehicle, if God knows that um, that vehicle will cause an accident and it will kill you, God will not answer that prayer. And many of us will be disappointed that, oh, I prayed to God, I was in night vigil, I was in intercessory, I was in this, I was that, all just to buy this car. But something will just come and take the money away. It will divert the money. It's not necessary, I'm talking about the car only. You might be saving from other things, you might be doing some other thing that doesn't go with money. But you have focus, you have where your attention is. Brethren, when something happens that what you are looking for, you are not getting it. It's not that God is not looking at you. It's divine intervention. So when, you're, when the answers to your prayers are delayed, take it as divine, inter, uh, divine uh, purpose from God. And this shows that this is the time for you to focus on God. Not the time to complain. It's time for you to redefine your request. If you are trying to go this way and it's not happening, turn it the other way around, go this way. That is what you, are, what you, need, you need to plan. It might be a test of faith from God. God wants to see your reaction. It might be a test of faith. Abraham waited for 25 years. 25 years he was waiting. I don't know how long you have been waiting. I don't know how long you have been disturbed. But this night, God is going to answer you in Jesus' name. But I pray, whatever that will injure you or that will cause discomfort for you, God will not answer in the mighty name of Jesus. So, what I'm trying to emphasize on is that sometimes when you pray and there is delay, calm down. Don't complain because it might be a divine intervention from God. Brethren, if Abraham can wait for 25 years and God answer him, that problem you are thinking that nothing can remove it. I'm assuring you that God will remove it tonight in Jesus' name. Because sometimes there are some prayers that you pray. The answer comes immediately. There are some things that you are thinking there is no way. And the answer will just come instantly. That is our God for you. If three of you are praying for the same thing, and others are being answered, and yours is still waiting, don't, see that, don't think that maybe um, something is happening. It might be a divine intervention. And God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, we need to see how to pray. How to pray. John 16. John 16, 20 to 24. uh, Maybe we can, because of our time. Jesus was explaining to his disciples that he was going to die on the cross and that he will be, that they will be full of sorrow, but he will be back and they will have joy and nobody could take 
take that joy away from them. In verse 23, Jesus said, In the day I come back, we are having a new relationship. I'm going to give you the authority to go to God and ask for what you need. You don't have to use the power of Anthony at all. You will go to God directly to ask Him. Because of what? Because it is your right. It is your right. It is your right. And you must enjoy it to the fullest. You must enjoy it to the fullest. So Jesus said, Pray to the Father using His name. When you ask God for something through Jesus' name, it will be done. And that is why when we pray, we say in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. This is how to pray. When you want to pray, you have to pray on, with His name. And I said, whatever you ask on His name, His Father will do it. And I pray whatever you are asking this night, God will do it for you in Jesus' name. Um, let's look at verse 27. Verse 27 of that same John 16. For the Father himself loves, himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. So that is why this Jesus Christ is talking here, talking to the disciple. So Jesus said, God wants you to pray to him. Um, because God desires to meet your need and God loves you. And you believe that Jesus came from God. So whenever you are praying, always use the name of Jesus to pray. He is an advocate. He represents us before God. And as we focus our attention on him, our prayer shall be answered in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We worship Jesus and fellowship with Jesus, but if you have a need, go to the Father in the name of Jesus. When you have a need, go to the Father in the name of Jesus. Then, what does it mean to pray in his name? We can see evidence of this in the Acts of Apostles 3, 1 to 6. We, may not, we all know the story. When Peter said, In the mighty name of Jesus, arise and what? And walk. That is his name. It's not a magic name. It's not magical. Not magic at all. It is an authority. We all have that authority. We have it. We just need to hold on to it. We are here tonight to pray. And that authority is still with us. Praise God. 
If you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. Very good. So, in, 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 in verse 1 to 6 of that of, act of apostle, is, is, the name of Jesus is mighty name. The man was healed, just ordinarily using the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When they used that name, they were using the man behind the name. This day you will see Jesus from in Latin America, I think. They bear that name, but they don't pronounce it. They call it as Jesus, something like that, right? Yeah. But in this one we are talking about, Jesus. We might have somebody bearing Jesus. So if you pray, is that that Jesus? You are praying because of the person behind that name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are praying on behalf of the man behind that name. That is why our prayers have been answered. Colossians 3.17 Colossians 3.17 And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus Christ. So whatever you are doing, do it with the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying when you cook, you not say I've cooked with the name of Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Whatever you are doing, even Jesus Christ has given you the strength. He has given you the will and the power to prepare that meal. And everything regarding that has come from that name. And that is the name that the death will hear and do what? And disappear. So that name is name that must be coming from our mouth from time to time. In Acts 4, 5 to 6. The, 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 in that Acts 4, somewhere there, 5 to 7, the highest priest wanted to know by whose authority was it done. I think verse 7, sister. Verse 7. Yes. They brought in two disciples and demanded by what power or in whose name you have done this. I don't need to tell you the answer to that. You all know. Because Peter went to say, it is the authority, power, will, work of Jesus that we serve. He healed and set every captive free. Praise God. So that is why this name must remain with us every time. Now, quickly we go to, I want us to examine the Lord's prayer. Because in the Lord's prayer, do we have in the mighty name of Jesus there? No. I want us to look at what Jesus Christ has established. 
in the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 9, or Matthew 6, from verse 9. And it's after this manner, therefore pray ye our Father which art in heaven. This is Jesus Christ addressing his disciples, telling them how to pray. Say, our Father which art in heaven. Does this have something to do with what I've said before? That is a relationship. Before you can call somebody your father, if you say somebody is your father, you are related. So, this is what Jesus Christ established. He established relationship. Hallowed be thy name. You can use all names of God. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Raphael, Jehovah this, Jehovah that. But when you say our father, who art in heaven, we have a lot some names that God bears. Maybe I quickly go over that. We have Jehovah Jireh, that's our provider. Jehovah Rafika, that's our healer. Jehovah Shalom, peace. So, yeah, all along. Thank you, brother. God bless you. When you have all these names, who is those names are referring to? Our Father who art in heaven. That is relationship. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What are we looking for? We are looking for similarity to what is happening in the heaven to be in this world. And if we have what is happening in the heaven in this world, what does that mean? Peace. When you have peace, you have rest of mind. And you have everything. So that's what Jesus Christ was trying to establish with that one. We are looking out for God's kingdom, righteousness, and rules. Verse 11. Give all these days our daily bread. Because our God is God that supplies things for us daily. God wants us to supply, to be supplied, to, to get whatever we need on daily basis. There is no postponement. That is what God wants. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. One thing that can stop your prayer. You pray, you struggle, you do so many things. One thing that can stop your prayer is what? Unforgiveness. If you don't forgive others, it can stop your prayer. Praise the Lord. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You are declaring victory. Victory is established. You are declaring victory from oppression of the world. For thine the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. That's finished. That means everything is finished. So, he finishes with a focus on God and his kingdom. And ever. This prayer did not contain in the name of Jesus. But what does it contain? 
His authority. He has given us the authority to pray in that way. So the authority of Jesus Christ is still in our Lord's prayer. So even when you pray that, God answers you. Praise the Lord. Like I said before, don't give up in praying. Don't give out in praying. Even don't give in in praying. We are in no man. We are here. There are so many purposes why we are here. And part of it is that tonight you are going to be here. And that tonight that your long overdue request shall be answered in the mighty name of Jesus. Now it's time to pray. It's time to pray. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. It is where we might so Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Pray and I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. I pray. I pray. I pray and I pray. Lord Jesus, answer me. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. I pray, I pray. Lord Jesus, answer prayer. I pray. I pray. I pray, I pray. Lord Jesus, answer prayer. It is well with my soul. affect your prayer level. When you are spiritually weak, your prayer level will be affected. So we are going to pray. You pray in this way. Let every spiritual weakness in my life receive permanent termination. Whatever has been this weakness, spiritual weakness in your life, this night, they must receive permanent termination in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to tell God, tell Him that every area of your life that is spiritually weak, this night, they must be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, Lord, that every area of my life that is spiritually weak, Lord, I call upon you to send out the fire of Elijah. To terminate it in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be terminated in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. I want you to pray and tell God that let every department of my life receive anointing to excel and proper in prayer. Every department, every area of your life should receive anointing to excel in prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to tell God every area of my life, every department of my life, every area of my life, Lord, 
let them receive anointing to ascend in prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will give us more spirit to call upon you to pray every time. To pray to you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Finally on that, we are going to pray. Let every spiritual blindness. Because when you are spiritually blind, you may not know where to focus your prayer. So we are going to pray. Let every spiritual blindness be erased. Be deleted in my life, in your life, in your spouse's life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to pray. Every spiritual blindness be erased in my life, in my spouse's life, in my children's life, in, in, in my life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be erased in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray. Oh Lord, empower my prayer altar. You need that. Tell God to empower your prayer altar. Let the Holy Spirit flow in your prayer altar. Let the fire of God continue to burn in your prayer altar, altar in the mighty name of Jesus. Now we pray, Lord, that you, will, that you will empower us in our prayer altar in the mighty name of Jesus. That every department of our life, every power, Every power that is required to make our prayer altar to be alive. Lord, give it unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You are going to ask for favor of God. Oh Lord, as Abraham received favor in your hand, let me receive favor in the mighty name of Jesus. So continue to tell God because when you receive God's favor, when you receive that favor, your prayer will be answered. Quickly, your prayer will be answered when you receive God's favor. So tell God that you need His favor. Let the favor of the Lord be upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it flow in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to prophesy to every, uh, will I say, dead organs in your life. That is not allow your spiritual life to rise. So you are going to prophesy to it. Oh Lord, let every dead organ in my life receive life. Let it receive life in the mighty name of Jesus. Every area that is dead spiritually, that is not allow you to pray. The way you should pray that they must receive life now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them receive life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Sometimes ago I was sharing on this place about the Sambalat and Tobia. They plan evil. Sometimes you want to pray. There are this type of people that surround you. You need to terminate that friendship. 
At times, I don't know you, if, if you are the type that pray in the office, you are praying, somebody can just come, brother, what are you doing? <laughs> they try to discourage you. But if you are the type that pray constantly, even, when they are, even if your boss is coming, if he see you bad, he will know, he will give you that respect. But if you are the type that you are praying, you are open one eyes to see somebody is coming, if somebody is coming, you terminate that prayer. That is Sambalat and Tobia following you. Now you need to terminate that in your life. So we are going to pray. Let every spirit of Sambalat and Tobia plan evil concerning my prayer life be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that is not allowing you to pray the way you ought to pray when you are supposed to pray this night turn to God. They must be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I know the, the congregation should have been uh, more than this. So I don't want us to be selfish. We want to remem- remember those that are sick. So I want us to pray for healing. That as many that might be that might seek somewhere, either somebody we know here or back home or wherever they be, that God should strengthen his hand of healing and set them free. In the mighty name of Jesus. So continue to spread. You know those that are sick. And if you are sick, you are here. Thank God that you are here tonight because the Lord will set you free. The Lord will answer your prayer. So begin to tell God that Lord, that every sickness, in the life of any brethren, either you know them or you don't know them, they must be free in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray that every fountain of discomfort in the life of every brethren in this church or anyone we know, Lord, Father, that discomfort must dry off in the mighty name of Jesus. They must dry off in Jesus' name. Let the blood of Jesus flush out every disease in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. May God answer us in Jesus' name. We pray for marriage. We are going to pray for marriage. There are a lot of marriages that are going through so many things. It's when I explain mine to you that you will know that, oh, So this man is going through this. We all smile, but we don't know what is going on in different homes. So we are going to pray. Oh Lord, make known to me the secret that is needed for my marital breakthrough. Listen again. Oh Lord, make known to me the secret that is needed for my marital breakthrough. You might have been going through so many things. This is the night that you want to receive the signal. You want, to, you want God to re- re- release to you that secret that will give you the breakthrough in your, in your marriage. Continue to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, pray. For the children, pray for your parents. Pray for them. Remember your parents that God should continue to establish himself in your homes. In your homes, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to pray. Tell God that everything that is not allowing your marriage to work out, this night, they must be flushed out in the mighty name of Jesus. 
they must be flushed out. Oh Lord, every marriage that is not going well this night, Father, we pray that you will go to that home and establish yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray. Oh Lord, now you, you want to paralyze everything that caused conflict in your home. So you are going to tell God, Oh Lord, I paralyze every conflict in my family. Every conflict that is not allowing the peace to reign in my home. Right now, I paralyze it in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I paralyze every architect of conflict in my home. Or in every brethren, any brethren home. Lord, whatever be the architect of problem in that home, we paralyze it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree that the marriage must work in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. There are some marriages that Satan are moving towards destruction. Now we are going to pray. We are going to retrieve those marriages from the altar of satanic destruction. So we are going to pray, Lord, we retrieve every broken marriage from the altar of satanic destruction in the mighty name of Jesus. Every broken home, every home that is going towards that is going towards destruction. Father, we retrieve them in the mighty name of Jesus. We retrieve them in the mighty name of Jesus. We retrieve them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, every home that is going to the altar of destruction, every satanic altar of destruction, we retrieve them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for our job. Lord, I put my job under your care. Every house of devil concerning my job, let them dry up. In the mighty name of Jesus, continue to pray. If you are not working, pray for your spouse. If your spouse is not working, if your father is not working or your mother is not working, pray for them, pray for your family that put your, your, your job, your work under Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will prove yourself mightily in every job in this land, Lord. That job that you will return them, you will break, give them breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for those that are looking for the fruit of the womb. We are going to say, Lord, let your healing power flow into every area of anyone that is looking for fruit of the womb. So that they will receive the child that he has destined for them. So continue to pray. As much that are looking for the fruit of the womb. Lord, because we are calling on you, because we serve you. Father, answer them from above in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that you will grant them their heart desire in the mighty name of Jesus. Either they are here or they are not here, wherever they may be, as many that are looking unto you for fruit of the womb. Lord, that you glorify yourself. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's pray for pregnant sisters. 
that Lord, just like Hebrew women, before the nurses arrive, they deliver. May their DD day, delivery date, a day like Hebrew women, in the mighty name of Jesus, continue to pray. Father, we pray for pregnant sister, Lord, that Lord, you will grant them, Father, you will grant them the safe delivery in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will give them the spirit to deliver safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will grant them the safe delivery, just as the leaf withdraw from the tree with ease. On the day of their delivery, Lord, make it an easy thing for them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for this afternoon's program uh, service. That Lord, we are coming back in the afternoon today. That let your presence be felt among the congregation, among the brethren for today's service. Continue to pray. Pray for today's service in the mighty name of Jesus. We call upon you. We want to see your presence in today's service in the mighty name of Jesus. As we come right from the ushery team to praise and worship and every department in this church, Lord, that you will make the, yourself known greatly for today's service. It will be a service of testimony, a great service of testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray for the council, council members, pastors, team, pastoral team, all of them, and we, let's remember those that are traveled, that are not here, that Lord, as they have gone safely, they will return safely in the mighty name of Jesus. So let's begin to thank God. At the same time, you thank God, you pray for those that are sick, pray for the elders, pray for the leadership of this church, pray for every department of the church, that God should take control in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. How many believe they have truly prayed? How many believe that God has answered your prayers? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate God for what God has done. Let's thank Him because I believe He has input in us a fresh grace to pray. A fresh grace to pray. Open your mouth and appreciate Him. Just thank the Lord. Prayer is the weapon we use to get that which we need from Him. See, whatever you ask when you pray. So if you don't ask, you don't get. Let's thank Him for the opportunity to pray. Because that is what guaranteed that we are in position to receive. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we exhort you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I wanted to just speak a word concerning the month of September. Very soon you'll be going to that month. I wanted to call that month the name you want it to be for you. Go ahead and pray that prayer. What do you want God to do for you and your family in the month of September? 
begin to arrest the resources of, those, of that month unto your own and your family. Don't wait until you get to the month before you take what belongs to you. Everything that belongs to you and your household in the month of September, begin to carry them now. And begin to declare, it is mine. Devil, you are not permitted to take this. This is my portion. For me and my household. Rato in the name of Jesus, Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's my portion. Joy on every side. Moving forward, strength to serve the Lord like never before for me, my household. In the name of Jesus, everything working for good for us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's thank God for a safe trip that God granted our pastor. Let's thank God for the dog took him to for the leave and brought him back safely. And we thank God for joining mercy for everyone that traveled during this summer and they arrived safely. Let's go and thank the Lord for that. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your servant, O oh God, that you brought back home. Oh God, safely, we thank you for the time spent in India. Thank you, Lord, for all the brethren that traveled that you brought back. Lord, we give you praise. We exalt you. We worship you. We appreciate you. We exalt you. We thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for preservation of life. Now let's pray for as many that have traveled. The Lord will bring them back safely. Lord, we pray for everyone that has traveled. You will bring them back safely. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we want to thank you. We give you praise. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, the generator of prayer that you have installed afresh in us, we pray it will not go off in the name of Jesus. The Prayer fire that you have kindled in us, it will not go off in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we come later today, we pray that, Lord, you will prepare us for the service and make it a fireful session in your presence in the name of Jesus. Bring everyone that you have proposed to bless. In the meeting today, none shall escape the blessing you have packaged for every one of us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we go, let your presence go with us. Watch over us and prepare us for that great month, the month of September that we'll be entering in the next few days in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace together in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. 
Amen. Holiness and peace, you are blessed in Jesus' name.